Welcome to This Week in Location-Based Marketing with your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Asif Khan. It is time for This Week in Location-Based Marketing. This is episode number 254. We are recording this live Thanksgiving morning. That's Canadian Thanksgiving, October 12, 2015. My name is Rob Woodbridge from Foco.co, located in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, also known as the home of the Ottawa Senators that trounced the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're into hockey now because my Yankees are out of the playoffs. And joining me from... Trounced, yeah. Trounced. In a shootout. The city of blue and white. Joining me from the city of blue and white. You know what? A win is a win. Give me a little bit. Come on. Yeah, I'll give you that. No no question. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, the good news is our Blue Jays are still playing. Oh, as of this recording. New York Yankees are not. Oh, I know. What a week it was, Asif. Okay. Anyhow, uh, I'm not going to talk about baseball today. No, um, we cannot. But yes, this is Asif Khan of the Location-Based Marketing Association in Toronto. Thanksgiving Monday, uh, full of turkey uh, and ready to, uh, I don't know, deliver the news, I guess, in the industry. Deliver the news and then bide your time until 4 p.m. today. That's yes. it. That's it. I'll tell you, Asif. As Bob Marley says, we're fighting for survival. Fighting for survival. God. Yeah, well, and it'll be over by the time you guys, it'll either be good news or bad news. Asif will either be jubilant or in basically drowning in booze. One of the two things that will be happening by the end, by the time you're listening to this. But I, I chose, it teaches, it serves me right for wearing the Yankees ball cap on a podcast. <laughs> right? Like what a week it was. Yeah, Yanks, well. Yanks basically scrape into the playoffs, drag their butts into the playoffs, and then just go out with like the limpest little whimper I've ever heard. That was the most pathetic showing of a baseball team ever. Three hits in a in a uh, an elimination game. Yeah, but look at those Cubs, man. Cubbies. Cubbies are going to be there. The Cubbies are going to be still playing when we're in Chicago. That would be very interesting to see. It's going to be mean, good. So I'm a, I like the cards, right? Uh, I like the yeah, cards, yeah, yeah. but the Cubs cards rivalry is so great. There is a there's a great book um, about three days in August. It's called Three Days in August, and it's about uh, the Cubs. It was a th- taken kind of in context around a three game series between the Cubs and the Cards, and they have such a great history because they're really like I mean when you talk about storied franchises, like Cardinals are a winning franchise, the Cubs are a longtime franchise of frustration, but but they both have storied franchises. And this is just a beautiful book if you're into baseball called Three Days in August and, and uh, or Three Nights in August. And it, it's it's very, very, very much worth it. So I love I love those old rivalries. But uh, talk about Houston and uh, you know, coming up on Kansas City. Like this this could be no offense here, but could this be a Houston, Texas World Series? No. <laughs> Not happening. Not Anytime. happening. Anyway, we got right. a big show today, um, don't we? Yeah, we've got some events coming up, though. All right. Why don't we start there, Mr. Khan, before we get into the uh, stories of the week? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll talk about Retail Local in a second, so let me just park that. Um, but three other events I want to just quickly mention, put the dates in, in the minds of, of the folks, because they're coming up in a hurry. October 25th, uh, that is uh, Money 2020 uh, starts. It goes from the 25th to the 28th in Las Vegas. This is a huge event um, that I've been at for the last couple of years. We're talking like 10,000 people mm. go to this conference. Uh, if you're in the world of mobile payments or proximity-based payments or loyalty uh, platforms or anything related to that, uh, you need to be at this event because this is where you know all the big product announcements come. Everybody in the industry is there. It's it's huge. Money 2020, Las Vegas, 25th to 28th of October. 
Uh, also on the 28th, uh, I'll be in Atlanta, uh, Georgia, for the uh, LBMA uh, Atlanta chapter and has teamed up with a group called Mobility Live. Uh, this is 28th and 29th. Um, this is one of the biggest conferences that actually happens in Atlanta every year um, around mobile and location and anything like that. So uh, this is an ongoing event. It's been going on for a number of years. It's, it's, it's a pretty big event in, uh, in the market there in Atlanta. So check that out. Uh, and then the, the 29th, I won't be there, but the LBMA Amsterdam chapter uh, is uh, kicking off again uh, and teamed up with a group called Mobile Bridge uh, over there and they're hosting an event called Mobile Loyalty and Location uh, and so that's October 29th at the Adobe uh, headquarters in uh, Amsterdam so take a look at that. Uh, all this stuff is on the LBMA website under the events tab and that brings me to Retail Loco which happens before all of that uh, October 22nd, 23rd. Rob will be there, I will be there um, this will be our biggest retail local yet, I'm hoping, and uh, lots of great brands uh, are, are coming alongside. Some interesting case studies are being presented. I know Urban Airship is doing a case study with Redbox. Um, we've got a case study where Move Media is presenting with uh, some stuff that they've done uh, for in-store activation at Verizon stores. Uh, it looks like we're going to have a case study uh, with Rockbot as well. Uh, on board so there's some interesting stuff and tons of other great speakers uh, just go to retaillow.co you've only got 10 days left people because it's uh, October 22nd and 23rd and you know I won't even talk about the uh, after party I'll let Rob talk about oh that. my god hot sauce committee <laughs> are you kidding uh, you know you've heard us talk about it all the time and uh, you know see if I, I didn't believe you like you showed me some of the videos after you know before I saw them last year and then uh, I got to the venue last year, and they started, and uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it's the highlight. Forget the conference. Come yeah. to see the hot sauce community. And you know what? It, it's such a sign of respect, right? Where when, when I was looking around at the conference, you know, people are listening, whatever. But when you, we got to the venue um, for, for the hot sauce committee, it's like the staff that worked the venue was excited to see hot sauce committee. That's yeah, the kind of it's true. That's they the were all dancing and into it. Yeah, it was it was yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it's well worth it. So let me get this straight. Like you're leaving, you're going to be in Chicago when the 21st of October, 20th. Uh, I'm actually in. I, I I'm in uh, the 20th. I'm in uh, New York. No, oh. I'm in Florida. Okay. On so the 19th and 20th. So you're 19th and 20th in Florida. You're gonna you're flying on the 21st to Chicago. to Chicago the 22nd 23rd. Then you're going into Vegas for the 25th. I'm going, I'm going home for the weekend. Okay, I'm to Vegas. Yeah. Vegas and then Atlanta. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. Oh my god. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, and then that uh, and then that next week I'm in uh, where am I? San Francisco and New York, I think that week because there's the Advantage Geo Marketing Conference is coming up as well. Oh. So yeah, it's a busy time. It's the busiest time of the year, man. The fall. You say that all the time, and then I, you know what? You top it when you go to you start your European trips in the in the uh, in the spring. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. God. Well, and I just found out there's. Uh, I just got asked to do a big conference in December now, um, in uh, Australia, a huge event. So I got to go down there in December. So oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's their summer. I know. Wow. Well, see, uh, that's great. I mean, but nothing. You trade it all for a win today. That's for sure. So let's you just, got that right. <laughs> let's right. Okay. Under the, we have a show. Let's go. All right, yeah, we have uh, top five industry news items that have happened this week. Very interesting stories. And, of course, we got the member news that will follow up. And Asif's going to go over some uh, pretty cool research that he found called Using Digital Solutions to Enhance the Customer Experience. 
and that's by CMA and Loyalty One. So I'm gonna, I guess I kick it off. I, I get to kick it off all you the time now. I do, I do, and and uh, you know what? I we we drove home from the Eastern Townships uh, this this weekend, um, which was uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, if you've never been out to the Eastern Townships, it's uh, it's in Quebec, and it's about four hours or four and a half hours from Ottawa. And we went up and we saw this great forest. It was a lit forest at night. Then we went hiking. And, of course, you got the tree change because it's fall in Canada. It's beautiful. Um, but the reason I'm telling you this is that on the way home, we were driving and driving, driving. And I had this hankering for pizza. And that kind of leads into this story about what we're talking about here, which is um, this is in the Netherlands. Um, this is a, a restaurant called La Place. And it involves the, uh, these guys are transformational agency called JC Dassault. I mean, these guys are everywhere. We talk about them in every show. And what they've done is they've taken a billboard and put a screen in, on, this, on this billboard on, on the street corner. And they are live streaming the chef from La Place who is taking live orders for pizza, which is, there's my story. I wanted some pizza. And here's a good story to, to tie that in. And it's basically right in the center of Amsterdam. It's an interactive panel that uh, that is streaming. And he's got a mic on and there's a camera that's, that's on him. And he is taking live orders, live orders right from the street and saying, okay, you know, what would you like on your pizza? People are responding to him. He's making the pizza. He says, okay, come around the corner. We're 50 meters from here. And by the time you get here, your pizza will be ready. And sure enough, people are walking around the corner and going into the restaurant La Place and picking up their pizza that they ordered live on the street. Uh, you know, this is this is not efficient use of time, but this is a an amazing service, uh, you know, that it's really fantastic, does. fantastic, right? I mean, yeah. people ask me all the time, well, you know, what are we going to do with Periscope and Meerkat and all this like live streaming stuff? Here you go, people. Yeah, this is it. This is what you can do with it. Um, I think it's so smart. Yeah. It is very smart. So, I mean, it, I don't know how, if it's still going on or not. I don't know what the hours are. But, uh, you know, based on the response, this is something that I would be considering seriously when it comes to, uh, you know, the video was a little choppy. But, I mean, it got people's attention and people started ordering it. So, kudos. It's La Place in Amsterdam. And, and I mean, is there nothing that J, is, J.C. Dassault is everywhere doing everything? They're, yeah, they're they're based in Paris, but they're uh, all over the world. But the, the stuff that they do is uh, yeah. is far and above some of the stuff. They, that and they just got, they just won the contract this week for what will be the largest out-of-home display in the world in, in London. Um, which I think is going up next year somewhere. So, it's just, yeah, they're crazy. They're, they're on fire. Yeah. So All righty. There you go. Okay. Over to California, uh, where a company called Bulzi. Uh, this <laughs> That's is a tough name, Steve. <laughs> B-U-L-Z-I or Z-I, depending on which, uh, which side of the border you're on. Um, they've uh, come up with some interesting technology uh, to deliver targeted out-of-home uh, ads. And uh, it's run by a, uh, a guy named, uh, the CEO is a guy named Brent uh, McKay, uh, who I've met uh, before. Great guy, very uh, well-spoken uh, uh, gentleman. And uh, this is interesting because when you look at out-of-home, right, and, and the industry in general in terms of buying, uh, you know, out-of-home ads and, and the media spend that goes on that, it's always a difficult thing to measure, right? How many people actually walk by the billboard or see the billboard or, or, or you know, are the right target audience for you as an advertiser? And so they wanted to kind of go after this, you know, how do we actually make the audience uh, match the advertising um, in, this, uh, in, in this type of, uh, uh, of media? And so they've come up with this technology, uh, and so they've tapped into anonymously uh, access to 250 million uh, phones in the U.S. This is mobile phones. 
and they're they're looking at the data of um, you know who these people are and where they go and and they're building profiles basically on on these folks so um, and then they they use this data to uh, affect um, the ads that people are delivering in digital out of home displays uh, so that they're more relevant uh, at the particular time of day and place and so it, it's basically a different way to think about how we target a digital out of home ad uh, based on the actual audience that's nearby at that particular time. So brilliant stuff, um, and um, you know I don't know what else to say about it. We we actually you might remember several years ago we ran a test. The LBMA ran a test in similar uh, framework, not with this scale as a one-off thing, but we took a digital screen on the side of a bus, and uh, we changed the ad in the bus based on. Um, you know when it was stopped at an intersection, uh, and and we looked at uh, all the uh, check-in data from Foursquare and Google at the time, and and Yelp and and whatever platforms we could find, we aggregated that and we built a real-time demographic profile, and then we we served an ad in the side of the bus based on, you know, the majority uh, demographic profile of what we saw was at the intersection at the time. And in a similar way, they're doing that, but this time they're using anonymous data coming from Sprint and Verizon and AT&T uh, and, and putting that all together to decide what is the right ad at that, at that particular uh, screen uh, for the people that are nearby. So brilliant stuff. Um, and, you know, I think this is great. I think this is way, the way the industry needs to go. Certainly is. Certainly is. In a brave yeah, new so it's, world. It's, it's from a company called Bullsey, B-U-L-Z-I. And the platform itself is called Localize. That's L-O-C-A-L-I-Z or Z. <laughs> <Just a big laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah. From uh, from hyperlocal to how about this? We've got uh, Richard Branson that's building a spaceport in the desert. And Lord Norman Foster, the uh, renowned British architect who actually built the Gherkin in London, uh, building what he's calling drone ports in Rwanda. So going from something that is going into space to something that is actually going into uh, actually to be helpful into Rwanda, they um, they quite literally are building these ports, three of them in Rwanda to ferry things like blood or things like medicine or things like something to do with commerce that you know things that have been purchased to places that are have no access to roads. There's, they're talking about the fact that one in four inhabitants in 20, 20, by 2050 will be actually living in Africa. 2.2 billion people, that's what they're projecting. Um, and so they uh, only a third of those Africans have, have access to a road, are within two kilometers of, a, of infrastructure, of roads. So how do you actually get needed material to those people who, who are, not, you know, are nowhere near roads? And hey, that's where these cargo drones come into play. And they think that by doing this, they can actually access uh, almost, I think, 75 or 44 percent of Rwanda is what they're saying is that the port we will these ports will be able to send drones to 44 percent of Rwanda. Uh, yeah, 44 percent of them. And, and there are two different types of drones. One of them uh, can fly 50 kilometers and it can carry about 10 liters of of medicine or uh, blood for example and there's another one that can fly 100 kilometers and it can carry quite a bit more it can carry like chickens it can carry medicine it can carry blood um, and it goes a little bit further one's called the red line one's called the blue line and this is uh, a pretty amazing feature 
And I'm pretty sure that nobody's thought of this before. I don't understand why nobody's thought about this for to reach, you know, areas that cannot be reached by road. They say it's much faster than sending in the cars. And it is a, it is done with obviously uh, Lord Foster's uh, company and which is Foster and Partners. And they're working with the, uh, the Lausanne-based University, École Polytechnique Fédérale de Lausanne, the EPFL. Um, and it's associated initiative Afrotech on this project, which is pretty amazing. So I think that this will be done in the next couple of years. By 2020, they'll be rolled out. Uh, they're going to put three drone ports in Rwanda. And this is just a beginning. This is just the start of something far greater. And uh, this, is, uh, this is a good idea, I think. Anyways, as long as nobody's out there shooting these things down. That's the only thing I can think about is that you don't want to shoot these things down. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's uh, anytime you kind of try and address a situation where, you know, there's a difficulty getting to people um, and, and getting them supplies in, in, in these types of markets, it makes a lot of sense. The other thing, too, is, is you know, we've talked about this uh, company, What Three Words, um, yep. this new addressing system over the last couple of years. And, you know, part of their uh, objective is, is to work in these kind of third world markets and be able to find a way to address places uh, that don't have normal addresses um, you know that maybe you need to get medical supplies to so that maybe there's a partnership there between the drone port folks and uh, right. and what three words yeah yeah could be interesting well anyway. each one of these you know each one of these drone ports they were saying also has uh, kind of uh, you know a a workshop where where they fix the drones, but it also has a medical bay where they can actually service and help people who are sick as well. So they're, they're, it's multifunctional. Um, and as I said, they're going to roll these things out. Depending on how it goes in Rwanda, they're going to roll these things out across Africa and around the world. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And whether you're in Africa or you're in the U.S., um, you know, and you're trying to figure out whether you can fly that drone or not, you need to know what the weather is, right, Rob? Yes, you do. And Canadians are obsessed. With the weather, we are, we are, and and you know what, weather is a tough thing to to figure out. I don't care how good a meteorologist you are, um, you know, there's always uh, you know some uh, some room for error, uh, and that uh, causes a lot of people angst. And uh, so, if you want to take it into your own hands, uh, there is a new app that's on the market uh, from a San Francisco-based startup, and the app is simply called Sunshine. And uh, what it does is it's, uh, it's an app that uh, offers live street-level weather forecasts um, right to your mobile device. Uh, they try to go for uh, the optimal accuracy uh, by combining two simple things. They uh, look at barometer uh, sensors in the mobile devices themselves and uh, combine that with uh, user-generated uh, reports of local weather. And so the combination of, you know, what people around you uh, in your specific neighborhood are saying about the weather and what the barometer is saying uh, generates, uh, you know, this, these, these, uh, these weather uh, uh, predictions and forecasts. Um, it's interesting because, you know, from a barometer perspective, this is something that's relatively new. Most of the mobile smartphones that we've had in our pockets didn't have barometers up until last year, really. Um, you know, at, at sort of mass level, there was a few devices that had it, but I, I don't think iPhone put it in, 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 in until six, right? Mm -hmm. um, might have been five S. Five S. Some Samsung devices had it earlier than that. Yep. At, you know, maybe a year earlier than that, but uh, it's a relatively new sensor uh, available in the smartphones that we have access to. 
So being able to do that kind of reading uh, is, uh, is something fairly unique. So there you go. Uh, take a look. If you want to know what the weather is, uh, try Sunshine from uh, San Francisco. There you yeah, go. Sunshine Technology. I'm looking at it right now. Some of the reviews on this are great. It's like, um, it's like Swarm for the weather. Yeah. That's what, that's what Foursquare should have done. That's there my, you go. That's you my, can talk to them about that. I say, like, why didn't you just do weather? And they say, this is, um, and it's funny, one of them says, hey, you know what? You have to lower your minimum comfort zone for us Canadians starting at minus 10. That's a crazy Canadian who thinks that a comfort zone <laughs> is at minus 10. So it's crowdsourced. That's pretty, that, I, I'm going to give this a try. I'm definitely going to give this a try. We have the, the morning routine here at my household. Where yeah. It's, it's like we, we have to figure out what to wear, and especially in October. Because today, by the way, it's going to be 22 degrees Celsius. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Which is 75 Fahrenheit on October 12th. Tw- thir- yeah. What day is it? October 12th. Yeah, and then tomorrow it'll be like minus three. It will. Yeah. But that's typical. Yeah, it's okay. All right, our uh, our last story, our last uh, industry news story involves your opinion. And this is a story uh, based out of Portland, Oregon. And uh, it's uh, literally, you, I think you pay with your opinion. So it's called Sampling Lab. And it's a, it's a there's only one location. And w- the way you actually pay for things is with your opinion. So these are products that you may have heard of, that you may never have heard of. They may be new takes on old products like bread. It may be something that, that you've always wanted to try. And you walk in and there's a membership. You go in and you and you uh, you sign up and you become a member of the store sampling lab. And you go to samplinglab.com uh, and to see what I'm talking about here. And they have an app, and I'll tell you about that app in a second as well. But you walk in and you choose a product that you like to sample and you can take it home with you. You take the product home with you. So it's something you eat or you try. With the the only requirement is that you give an opinion. So this is this is actually a review uh, store where you get the product free, but you you pay with your your review. They have an app that you download that actually allows you to see um, what kind of products are available to make help you decide whether you or not you can go into the store. You should go into the store if you want, and you can choose one product a day to sample. You fill out the response, and you come back in the next day, and you can try out another product. They have 7,600 members that have joined, and 75% of them are, are 34 or younger. So this is the group that people are trying to target. They basically have, uh, you know, they represent 25% of the entire U.S. population, and their uh, their ability to spend is huge. They spend 1.3 trillion dollars, and that's exactly what they're talking around. So it's it's only been around for six months. It is a focus group that you give the products away. It's a destination store that apparently is beautiful. And the outcome is that you get this great feedback from a very active and engaged audience. For example, they say here that I that I got from PSFK.com. They say, Dave's Killer Bread partnered with the store for four weeks. They gave away 600 loaves of bread, all white bread. Um, and the company received over 400 responses. Like that's a crazy amount of responses for yeah. giving out 600 loaves of bread, and that's what these guys are doing. Now, I, I, this this is tough to scale. I'm, I'm, I'm don't live in Portland, but if anybody out there who actually is from Portland who has gone to this, please, I'd love to hear from you because this is pretty. This is it's a, tough it's to a good scale, idea. but 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 the concept of paying with a review, yeah, uh, not new, when leveraging the power of review, you know. It, I think is quite scalable. I, don't, I mean, I don't see why, for example, you know, you wouldn't be able to walk into a Best Buy and look at you know that HP printer and say, okay, you know what? If I if I do a re- review on this printer right now, or give my opinion on, on on you know the features of this thing, or whatever, you know, why I can't get a twenty percent discount on that printer today? Well, it's you know we see this all the time. I'm, I'm a right? tri- like 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 make people work for their discount. 
Yeah, oh, we've always talked about that. You shouldn't just get a discount just because you're breathing, right? That that doesn't work. Yeah. But I mean, I use TripAdvisor all the time. It's my yeah. go-to. It's my go-to um, app for referrals of where I am, and it works just so well. Like it's so well. Even when I was away this weekend, it worked so well. It found the places where we should be, where we should eat, where we should see. Um, so they entice me with the reviews. I don't get anything. I get points, but it's not clear what those points lead me to. Um, but for some reason, I do. I, I've, I've done 19 reviews on TripAdvisor because I, I find it valuable and I contribute to it, to, to that community. Uh, and I, there's nothing wrong with doing it for free. There's also nothing wrong with doing it for a fee. And this is ultimately what it what it comes down to. The worst thing that can happen, though, is that if you do something and you try that HP printer and it sucks and then you give that terrible review, do you still get your 20% off? Or do you give yeah. you give it to your enemy? That's that's what happens. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Alrighty. So that is called uh, Sampling Lab. It's in Portland, Oregon, and um, you can just go to uh, samplinglab.com, or you can download the app. And if you're in Portland and you've tried these, if you haven't tried it, go and give it a try. I'd love to hear what uh, what your thoughts are on that. Please, please do it. Samplinglab.com in Portland. All right, Con. Those were the top three, top five. <laughs> those are the top five industry news of the week they're varying uh, I, I love the variety that that comes with that you now have a little bit of research that you want to highlight and then we're going to jump into the member news and finish it i off. do uh so yeah just quickly um a new study came out this week from our friends at loyalty one uh which is the probably the biggest um uh, let's call it uh, cross-retailer uh, loyalty platform in Canada. Uh, so they represent, I don't know how many different retailers, uh, but basically it's a single card that you can use across different categories of retail from gas to grocery to liquor to you know movies to whatever. Um, and uh, they've teamed up with the Canadian Marketing Association uh, to publish a, a report called The Mobile Driven Shopper. Um, and there's some interesting numbers in this that I, I'll just highlight a few quickly. 62% uh, of shoppers said they like the idea of receiving rewards relevant to their location. Uh, more than half, 56%, like the idea of receiving alerts relevant to their whereabouts. And almost 45% uh, of those surveyed said they have used a mobile device in-store that has led them to make an immediate purchase. So all of these uh, data points are saying that mobile and location uh, are important. Consumers are getting more comfortable with it, and uh, we're on the right path. So this show has a has a life, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so I feel so strongly about this, you know, because what we've only done two hundred fifty four episodes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I know. I mean, hey, I mean that just means we got two hundred fifty four more to go. Um, if 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 they're starting to catch on now. I think that you're right. We've got a long way ahead of us still. Yeah, and if you want to understand, uh, like, you know, where these loyalty platforms sit in this equation uh, in terms of driving, uh, you know, connections with consumers and spend, um, the parent company of Loyalty One is a company called Alliance Data. Uh, they are a member of the LVMA and. Jim Waltz, who's one of their key uh, uh, guys, one of the VPs in charge of their product uh, strategies, will be at Retail Loco on a panel talking about some of this stuff. So if you're in that space, you want to hear from the man himself, come come hear Jim Waltz. There you go. Plug. Plug. Alliance I Data. I, I was doing a little bit of a, AK, I was doing a little bit of math there, and uh, math is not my strong point, but... Uh, while you were talking, and I just realized we've done 254 episodes, I thought I would take this opportunity to think, well, what does that mean in terms of uh, years? So episode number 260, which is six weeks away, Asif, 
Six weeks. So that puts us 19th, 26th, 2nd, and then the 9th. One, two, three, four. Like, I think that's the 23rd of November, if it's possible. That's five years, buddy. Wow. Five years. Wow. Anyway, five years. Sorry, I didn't mean to take away from the story, but that's me doing math. Yeah. Five years. All right, so where can people find that information? Where can people find uh, that research? You can go to thelbma.com forward slash research, and it will be there. Sweet. All right, you have some member news. I'm interested to find out about this whole Walmart and they're uh, launching their own uh, magic with uh, Simple Text, and that's the fifth member that's news. That's the fifth one, yeah. So you've got to stick so around I'm, for that. I'm going to whip through these. Right. Um, uh, first is uh, our friends at RevTrax, big supporters of Retail Local in the past, uh, and uh, they're at the Shopper... Um, Shopper Marketing Summit this week uh, in Minneapolis, and uh, while they're there, um, and a bunch of things are going to be happening there this week, but um, they recently announced a patent uh, in the space, uh, and uh, it's patent number 9147196, for those of you who are into uh, checking patent numbers, that's 9147196. And uh, this is an interesting patent. It's some proprietary technology. It works with their existing smart offer and auto optimizer uh, solutions, but it's all about predefined rules uh, around previous coupon engagements tied to geographic information, uh, trans past transaction data, and CRM data. So, what they're trying to do is solve the age-old problem of uh, people using trying to use a coupon more than once. Um, and what's interesting about this is, is they've been able to solve this across platform. So they can tell, they don't care whether this showed up on your desktop or in your mobile device or in your car or wherever, uh, they can, they can ba basically distinguish that and, and they can look at uh, the fact that this coupon link uh, ha has been used, it's reached its limit, and it basically self-destructs um, in the way the old Mission Impossible messages used to self-destruct. Um, and uh, you, you just can't print it or use it again. So this is a, it's a problem for, for the retail industry that people go and they get a coupon in, in a lot of uh, existing ways and then they, you know, they, they print it 600 times or they go give it to their friend or whatever um, and they end up you know, obviously with more coupon redemptions uh, which is lower, lowering their margin than they would expect. So this is the problem they're trying to solve with this, uh, with this new patent and this technology around basically self-destructing coupons with a one-time use um, across platform. So there you go, RevTrack's patent. Uh, second story, uh, Walgreens. Walgreens has jumped into, well, they've been in the, uh, the fitness tracker uh, market for a while, and obviously Walgreens is one of the biggest health uh, companies on the planet, but they've tied those two things together. So now if you go and you have the Walgreens wristband, which, by the way, is uh, um, uh, has been on sale uh, now and, and being discounted. Um, Thirty dollars. Um, you sorry, sorry. Um, a discount of up to thirty dollars for purchase, and and, um, and you can connect this thing. Uh, so, so if you go buy stuff at Walgreens, you can get a thirty dollar discount on their wristband. Is what I'm saying. Sorry, it's a lot of words convoluted. <laughs> Apologize. Um, and you hook this up uh, through Bluetooth to your phone, the same way you would hook up an Apple Watch. And what they're doing is, is they're tying uh, the Walgreens rewards platform to activity uh, that is, is that they can measure through this uh, through this wristband. So, I guess the only thing I have to say about this is, is you know, 
I can do this with Apple Watch today. So hopefully it's 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 not only the Walgreens wristband. But if you happen to have a Walgreens wristband, um, there's some unique rewards here. So so you can reach up to five hundred dollars in store credit, uh, with points varying for each activity. A thousand points uh, gained. Uh, using the wristbands equals a dollar in rewards. Um, so basically, there's a number of activities you can do from running, jogging, cycling, whatever. Uh, and the more you do, the more points you earn, which translates into real cash at Walgreens. There you go. Um, wow, that was a lot, uh, a lot of words there. Um, all right, third story quickly. Um, one of our not-for-profit members, the Salvation Army uh, in the U.S., has teamed up with the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Phil uh, Philanthropy. Uh, well, uh, wow, I'm having a tough time today. Wow, okay. it's all the turkey, man. It was all it the, turkey all the turkey last night. Yes, um, and they have created something called the Human Needs Index. Now, so there's 45 million Americans uh, living in poverty, according to various government sources in the U.S. That is a lot of people. And uh, it's a tough thing to track these people. Uh, and so here you have one of the biggest uh, humanitarian organizations on the planet um, and a lot of years of historical data. Uh, and so they've teamed up with this school and they've created this thing called the Human Needs Index. So it's both a map, uh, uh, geo-targeting uh, geo uh, platform for understanding uh, where these people are. Uh, it tracks seven indicators of service, uh, including meals provided, groceries, clothing, housing, furniture, and medical assistance, uh, and help with energy bills. Uh, 200 and service, uh, 230 different uh, variables are tracked across all the regions of the U.S., uh, and they look at data that starts from 2004 up until now, um, both national and state-level indicators. So they're putting a lot of data into this basically massive mapping platform and looking uh, at where these people are and how to get uh, the need uh, and the service to them faster um, and more accurately. So there you go, uh, the Human Needs Index. Good stuff, I like that. Uh, uh, so Doug Bain, uh, who's a, a friend uh, of the LBMA, and, and um, he and Michael Garrell uh, have a company called IQ um, that, uh, that we've had lots of interaction with over the years. Uh, we do a lot of work with these guys at the LBMA as well. And they, they're going to be at the Shopper Marketing Summit uh, this week in Minneapolis. Um, and they're announcing a new technology platform around in-store. Uh, so this is, again, digital out-of-home uh, stuff, but um, all about uh, emotional response and um, frequency of visits. So they have a platform that can measure age, gender, location, uh, emotion, which is the key, to create a better experience. Um, and uh, so, so this is all being uh, uh, launched for the first time at the Shopper Marketing Summit. And uh, so they can look at things like uh, whether somebody's sad or angry or surprised um, or, or has a change in emotion as a response to an ad that they're seeing and then deliver the appropriate content against that. So this is powerful stuff. Uh, they're working with IBM uh, to deliver this into the market as well as, a, as part of their reseller um, network through a uh, platform that IBM calls Blue Mix. Um, and uh, yeah, good stuff. I mean, uh, this is where it's all going, right? I mean, whether it's it's Rob talking about Laplace in Amsterdam and and live streaming what the chef is doing, you know, think about now, you know, also measuring the emotional response to that um, that people actually have on the street, and be able to use that to to then affect the ad, the next ad that's delivered. You remember we had that project? Uh, I think it was Sachi um, in England. Was testing this what they what I think they called it the uh, 
advertising DNA or something like that. We talked about it, I don't know, maybe like three or four months ago. And they would show an ad creative on a screen. And then they would measure the response to that. And it's kind of like A-B testing. If they got a positive response, they would take the elements of that ad that, that they figured out could evoke the positive response and then use those elements to uh, programmatically build another ad on the fly. Machine and learning kept, ads, yeah. Yeah, and they kept doing this until they got the optimal ad, basically based on the, on, on the responses that, that people were giving. So, I mean, this is where it's all going. And IQ is right at the forefront of it. I just want to know, in the sense of, in the case for uh, Laplace, um, how do they measure my stomach rumbling? Yeah. Do they do? I mean, that well, would be. Well, I, I know. I know how they do it. How's that? They have that Domino's uh, app that you <laughs> hold up to your stomach. Remember? <laughs> There's a full circle. Full circle. Remember that app? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that app. <laughs> oh my goodness, Asif, you have an answer for everything, man. That's so funny. <laughs> Full circle, dude. It's all full circle. It is so true. It's uh, all this yeah. master plan. All right. And one more story. Um, and this is an interesting one because I think both Rob and I have talked about the power of SMS over the years. And it's not going away. We all text all day long. Rob texted me this morning. Uh, every time you know the Jays score a run, uh, I text him and put every it Every time the Yankees in. lose. Um, you know, so we're, we're, we're all texting. Um and here comes Walmart, um, and, and I think it was Rob that talked, uh, I don't know, maybe six months ago uh, on the show about uh, this, this service called Magic, where you just text to Magic, you know, whatever you want, like, hey, I, I need somebody to get groceries for me, and, and, you know, somebody picks that up and goes and gets your groceries for you. Um, and there's a number of these text-based services. Facebook has something called M now. Uh, there's a service called Operator. Now Walmart has launched something called Simple Text, uh, and, and this is, I think, pretty powerful stuff. So you simply text hi to, uh, to a number, um, and they've teamed up with uh, Twilio to do this, um, and then uh, somebody's ready to answer your, your, uh, your, your, uh, your question, whatever it is. So if you need um, more help than like the Walmart like, you know, uh, person on the floor can give you or you can't get one, uh, you just you just text um, these people, and uh, all of a sudden they will give you text-based responses. So they have a team of people waiting there to answer your questions. And not only that, if you actually um, you know if texting is 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 not working for you, you can text chat. And then they've got this also connected up to a live customer support uh, service with um, you know pre-formatted nuanced questions, if you will. Uh, also in there, and and this is also layered on top of the Walmart store app um, and and the map of the store. So there's a lot of stuff that they've built into this. But the idea is 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 if you don't want to download apps and and, and you don't want to get into all of that, um, you know we can give you basically the same level of service, customer service at Walmart, simply using text. Well, one of the challenges I have is that all the WalMarts that I have in my city, uh, they're dead zones. And I don't know if they do this on purpose so that I'm not price checking, but I don't have yeah. any connectivity in the Walmarts. So that's they've got to overcome those issues if they're mm -hmm. going to work with something like this, right? So, I, honestly, go into the yeah, far corner. Yeah, I don't know if this is available in Canada. I of course this is not. A U.S. service at the moment. Of course so. not. Of course yeah. not. So do you you have to be in the store to use this ultimately, right? Or, yes. Or, yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess the big difference with Magic there is that in, in, Ma in Magic, I could say go to Walmart and get me my stuff. 
And in here, what they're saying is that this is a good, uh, you know, challenge response chat or discussion that you can have yeah. with somebody who, who, like a product expert, for example, in the Walmart chain. That, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. I like the uh, the Walgreens activity tracker. This is, I don't understand why more companies aren't doing something like that. But maybe not their own tracker. But, uh, you know, I we, we have... Yeah, tied to Fitbit, tied to anything. To it doesn't matter. Yeah, but even even to an app, right? So, I you know, this is this is something about loyalty. Um, and... You, you you know what is important for for retailers especially like like Walgreens like up here we got the Loblaws right and and I have the app in Loblaws like dwell time is very important as well isn't it like if I've spent an hour in your store you want to mm. know that I've spent an hour in the store so why aren't they why aren't they tapping into the app and uh, maybe the watch and and movement and proximity and length of time in store and then correlate that to how much money I spend and get an understanding of who I am and then and then give me some rewards based on that like if I'm flying in and I'm on my way to like I just need milk you know that's that's not as important as somebody like me who's in there with two kids and a wife and and spending hundreds of dollars every week who spends an hour an hour and a half inside the store make that you know give me some damn rewards for that yeah. for being stuck in line whatever well, we'll have to ask the question i mean like so i mean there's a ton of walgreens people coming to retail loco yeah, that's good. Um, next week so let, let's let's ask them i will i will definitely have, but i like those those are good stories i you know i, I um and of course iq this is a uh, that's a good roundup those are all members that's crazy crazy that's like a 10 good stories folks and you would not have heard them i swear to you you would not have heard them on any other podcast that's for sure ah <laughs> uh, all right so i see if, um I, I have another turkey dinner one turkey dinner down last night another one tonight um and i will be sitting there fat stuffed uh unable to move as i watch the baseball game tonight which i'm sure you will be doing as well i, I will be there with one eye open uh which is typically the way that you do if you're a bleeding jays fan um and for all those other fans out there in Canada um, that aren't typically Blue Jays fans, you're the people that drive me crazy, to be quite honest with you. You guys, you know, the ones that sit in the in the stands like praying for a hit and they don't understand, right? They just, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I love the Blue Jays so much. And I know there are core fans. Got a good friend of mine. His name is Mid Fournier. He's, he goes to the home opener from Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Jeff Bacon, home opener from Ottawa. Steve Kahn, baseball Toronto Blue Jays fan. Fan. And then everybody else, oh, bandwagon jumper. Yeah, now I will be in New York on Wednesday. Mm. And I will tell you this much. Yes. If the Jays win today and we go to that fifth game, yeah. I'm taking all my Jays gear with me to New York City on this, on this trip. And I will be in a sports bar somewhere. With your Jays stuff on. With Jays gear on. Getting pummeled. Yeah. Well, yeah. well no, it's okay. Strowman will be pitching, man. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, you physically Stroke. getting you getting pummeled by the New Yorkers. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Not not the Jays. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, so I I'm okay with the fans. I hate the bandwagon folks. You're the people that give the sport a bad name. That's all I got to say. So, for those fans out there, I appreciate your loyalty to the team. It's been tough. <laughs> all right. All right. This is go episode two fifty four. Go sends go. That's all I got. <laughs> 254 uh we'll we will be back for 255 next week hopefully some good news on a safe's part you know either way baseball will continue and uh you know hockey has already started basketballs around the corner footballs are you know mid-season this is a crazy time to be a sports fan so uh there's much more to drown your sorrows in other than baseball at this moment so we'll see what happens this week Anything else left to say, Asif? That's all I got. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our Thank Canadian you. listeners. And uh, and we will see you guys next week for 255. Enjoy your turkey tonight, buddy. Good luck in the ballgame. <laughs>